I'm learning how to be successful. You're learning how to be successful. So let's take the daily steps towards success together. So this podcast episode is going to be a little bit different. In fact, we are getting so real today. Have you been through a serious breakup? I have. For the first time in my life, I found a guy that I actually wanted to be in a relationship with. It was the first time I'd had a relationship last longer than a few weeks. To this day, it's still the only one. Falling for this guy wasn't the smartest thing I could have done. Not because he was a player, a jerk, or any other red flags like that. It was because he was going into the Navy a few months after we had met. Did that stop me? Of course it didn't. If it had, I wouldn't be telling you the story. So summer ended and we decided to stay together. Through boot camp, we wrote letters and all was well. However, when he got out, things began to seem off to me. But one particular night, everything was great. He said all the things that put my mind at ease. Everything was going to be okay. The next day, I heard nothing. I texted him, nothing. With what he said the night before, I assumed something must have happened to him. I didn't know if he was ignoring me, unable to talk to me, or something worse. This had all happened a few weeks before the last time I could take a test, the ACT to be exact, a test that determined whether or not I got to go to the college of my dreams for free, or if I had to attend a school I didn't want to go to, but yet still for free. So was this the best time for a broken heart? Not exactly, but is there really ever a good time? I would try to study for the test, but I would just end up crying all over the test prep books. I couldn't focus, but I could make a decision. I decided to believe that something had happened, that he couldn't talk to me. I guess you could say I was in denial, but honestly, I didn't know what to think. But I did know that I had to focus on that test, and believing this helped me to focus. So that's what I did. I intentionally stayed off of social media just in case. At this point, I honestly didn't want to know. So after I took the test and a nap, I checked Instagram. There, right in front of me, was proof. Proof he was alive. Proof he had access to his phone. Proof he had broken up with me without saying a word. So I texted him and said, So this means we're done? All he had to do was say yes. Three simple letters. That's it. I got nothing. Not even three letters. Well, fast forward through about two months of crying and staying up till 3 a.m. Finally, I was sleeping again like normal. I wasn't great, but I was doing pretty good. I got in my car one day after school, pulled out my phone, and there was a text from him. What did I do? I was a mix of sadness and anger. Now he wants to talk? Two months of nothing, and now he wants to talk. I was furious and upset, so I didn't read the message. Well, at least for a couple of hours. Finally, I opened it, and it was an apology and an explanation. More crying and anger. Then, a few hours later, I responded. I told him off. But eventually, it came down to one thing. I was heartbroken, and I missed him. So we decided to try being friends, which was obviously a load of baloney. So I wasn't sure what to do. Forgive him? Get back together? Leave all this behind me and move on? I would like to say I made the wrong decision, but that just wouldn't be true. When I'm confronted with a conflict, I turn to God. I looked up what I was supposed to do regarding forgiveness. My interpretation of the research I did was that I should definitely forgive him, but forgiving did not mean letting the person do the same thing to you again. That was determined by you knowing that it wouldn't happen again by their actions. So that's what I did. I gave him another chance. Kinda. Now this is really where my faults show. I want to say I shouldn't have done this, but yet, if I hadn't, I would never had... Well, we'll get to that later. I was going to talk to him, but I wasn't going to be his girlfriend. In simple terms, I was going to date whoever I wanted while also talking to him. Was I dishonest? No. 
I was upfront about it always with him and with the other guy. At the time, I couldn't be with him because I wasn't going to wait on him to come home like I did before because I waited and I got nothing. Absolutely nothing. I realize now that I should have made a decision. I should have been in or I should have been out. I shouldn't have been in the middle. I should have either given him another chance or I shouldn't have. During this, I found out about self-development, and boy, did I go through some changes. Amazing, incredible, life-changing changes, which became a problem for us. I wanted to grow. He wanted to stay the same. I wanted a big life. He wanted what everyone else wanted, which falls under the category of normal. I wanted to set goals and achieve them. He wanted to do, well, nothing. So it wasn't going to work out. We were different and we wanted different things. I was improving so much and he wasn't changing at all. We were no longer a good fit. Plus, I was going on dates with another guy. Once again, I was completely upfront with both of them. So when he broke up with me again, it was for the best. Maybe I would have gotten over it sooner. If he hadn't, you guessed it, done it again. Left without saying a word. After months and months of promising me that that wouldn't happen again. After months and months of just lying over and over, I was in the same position I was before, except this time, I honestly didn't believe that this was happening again. Like, how could he do this again after promising me he wouldn't? And worst of all was the night before I'd asked him if he thought we could make this work again. And he said, yes. So this time I was worried sick because there was no possible way this was happening again. How did I find out the truth this time? I was at his house dropping off some clothes for his cousin while his aunt told me, yes, they had heard from him yesterday. So now imagine that I'm sitting on a couch with a lady I have only met one time before crying my eyes out. Let's fast forward through more heartbreak. Now I'm at college and I'm staring at myself in the mirror. When I'm going through a breakup, I keep track of the time that has passed since it's happened. Well, at least I'm telling over it. In this moment, I was doing that, and I ended up asking myself, what had I accomplished in the last few months? What had I done since the breakup? And honestly, I couldn't think of an answer, and that was devastating to me. I had to make a change. There was no way around it. I needed to get moving. So I decided to form my first life-changing power habit. I started with exercising every single day. I focused on this one thing for months. Then I added another habit, and another, and another. Every day seems like I felt more accomplished. As you accomplish one thing, it helps you accomplish even more things. And today, my life has purpose. I'm actually happy and I'm motivated to go after my dreams. If you asked me what I had accomplished in just the last couple months, you'd have to pull up a chair because we would be here for a while. Being in pain often prompts us to make a change, but we don't always know how. I want it to be as simple as possible for you to create habits for success. I want you to feel strong enough to take action and form your first life-changing power habit. To get you started on the right path, I put together a $5 mini course to teach you the five habits that you need to create in order to ensure a solid foundation for success. You can find that at foundationhabits.com. And for the first 100 students that enroll in the Foundation Habits course, I'm offering a free 20-minute call to help you determine what your first life-changing power habit will be. Because I took action and formed my very first life-changing power habit, this heartbreak turned out to be one of the very best things that could have ever happened to me. So again, to get access to the $5 Habits Foundation mini course, you can go to foundationhabits.com. You can find the link in the description. We're in this together, one step at a time. Have you found yourself Googling, how do I stop procrastinating? 
Here's the thing. When you searched that, I'm sure you found hundreds of tips, tricks, hacks, and strategies. In fact, I've shared several of them here on the podcast. The only thing is, did it work? Are you still procrastinating? If you are, then what you need isn't another hack. You need to focus on the actual thing that's causing you to not take action. Our thoughts control our feelings. Our feelings control our actions. Which means if you want to change your action or inaction, you first have to change your thinking. That's exactly what we focus on in my program, Kick Procrastination. This program is designed to help you go from procrastinating on your goals to taking massive action towards achieving them. So go to kickprocrastination.com to sign up.